Welcome to season two of the Bigger Than You podcast, your go-to weekly podcast that blends energetics and mindset to help you do whatever it takes to bring your vision to life whilst having fun on the way. I'm Jenna Holloway, your host and multi-award winning intuitive hypnotherapist and mindset coach. My purpose is to help mission-led business owners and visionaries who want to inspire change by leading the way in a space that otherwise may feel unnerving and too difficult. This is Bigger Than You. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm super, super excited to have this guest on today. We've been scheduled a couple of times to do this. And like I always say, I believe in divine timing. And so the timing of this going out tonight is, or today, is perfect. But I'm really, really excited to welcome Irene onto the show. Irene is a business coach who specializes in visibility and embodiment of authentic expression through content and brand. Welcome, Irene. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this chat. Me too. And I'd love to just share, first of all, something that I've just found out about Irene. And I'll share the backstory as well as to like how I came across her and how I knew she was so right for the podcast. If you check out Irene's content, you will see it won't take you more than five seconds and not even that to just realize that she is fully expressed and is literally like what I bang on about all the time. You want to feel genuinely okay in who you are and being who you are, whether you are on show or not, like that's true embodiment, showing up in your spaces and online, in your marketing, wherever, in all of those spaces, showing up authentically, because that's when you're in alignment. And whatever that means for you, like only you are going to know that. And I came across Irene, I think I saw her, yeah, I saw her in a masterclass and she was on some hot seat coaching and I just connected with her. Just I liked her energy. Like I feel energy. So I liked her energy. I went and connected with her. She sent me a message and this was ages ago. Sorry, I mean, I'm, I'm aware, like you barely said two words yet. I'll get there. Hang on a second. Um, I connected with Irene uh, in the DMs and I just like knew I can feel energy. Her energy is amazing, as you'll find out. And yeah, I, she seems well established in her business. And I've just found out she's only been doing it a year. So I'm so, so excited to share Irene with you. With you. You're going to learn so much from this conversation. Welcome, Irene. Thank you so much for having me. And you know, everything that you just said in the introduction, it's like energy doesn't lie. Energy doesn't lie. And what you said about being fully expressed, I am firm believer in who you're being behind the scenes. You know, there's this thing that was put in my head when I was a kid about, I dropped a piece of trash or something one time. And I was like, you know, I saw the piece of trash running by and I was a kid. And I was like, oh, that's not mine. I'm not going to pick it up. But then I thought, oh, wait, but if my dad was watching me from far, he'd be like, Miha, pick up that trash. It's like, you know, this is your world. It's the home. So I always had it in my head. If somebody is watching me, how would they think about how I'm living my life? And mm. as I started working online, the same thing, like if there was a camera following me all day, <laughs> am I going to be proud of how I'm living my life behind the scenes? Mm, I love that. And you can say that and feel good about that because of all of the work you've done on yourself I can imagine that triggering some people who might feel like that oh as if I need that extra pressure on me kind of thing but when you do this work to feel genuinely okay all the time 
around the relationship that you have with yourself, then that feels good to say. Like, and, and I, I completely feel that. Like, I feel that that would feel good for me to know any of my clients or my podcast listeners or people who follow me in my community, they can watch me in and outside their, my business. I'm so transparent and I'd be totally okay with that because I'm okay at like showing up and sharing when, you know, doesn't feel good to be online today. So I'm not going to be online or today was shit and here's why. And just like owning it all the way. Like it's never okay to expect to feel perfect or display perfection. Like it's so damaging. And before I came to be, to do this work in business mentorship, I was helping people with their mental health generally. So all of that stands and then the business stuff is on top of it. But it's it's how we feel about who we are that comes like way before your business, right? Yes. And you know, and I completely agree. And it's in that, in that being fully expressed, it all starts with being fully expressed to yourself. I'm an open book online. Not that everybody has to be, but I do love to share my past, my vulnerable stories, even what I'm currently navigating, because my opinion is by not sharing that subconsciously, you're telling yourself this thing is wrong. You know, I I have a firm belief also when I share something vulnerable to make sure I've worked through it. It's not fresh. But I feel like when you hold yourself back deliberately, whether it's because of what somebody's going to think or whatever the why is, you're subconsciously telling yourself it's wrong. And if it's because let's say you're sad, you're deep down telling yourself it's not okay to be sad. And yeah. we want to experience a full spectrum of emotions. They're all okay. Beautiful yeah. actually. Yeah, exactly. Our emotions are just a guide that there isn't, there isn't any right or wrong emotions. It's just energy in motion. That literally is it. Mm. So yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. So. I would love to know, Irene, what is your why? Like, why do you do what you do? You know, there's two big reasons why. The Mm -hmm. first, the the first one. So, in my early 20s, I got Bell's palsy. Now, Mm -hmm. if you do know, if you don't are unfamiliar with Bell's palsy, it's half of your face is completely paralyzed. So, I woke up on my birthday. On my birthday, I was in college. I was a communications major. I had an internship at a alcohol distribution company to where I was on TV at the time. I didn't want to be on TV as a career, but it was part of the job. So I was doing commercials. And I woke up my birthday. This The left side of my face was completely paralyzed. I thought I had a stroke in my sleep. So, you know, I'm in my early 20s and I'm like, my confidence was gone. My confidence was completely shot. And I had to wear an eye patch on my face for about seven months in college. I had to um, tape my eye closed. I couldn't talk, right? Food, what, liquid would drip out of my mouth. It's a long time. You know, I thought mm. my life was over. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I got to find a new career. Oh, don't talk to me about dating. You know, when you are dating, what do you do? You look somebody in the eyes. You get intimate, like, oh, baby. You know, like you make eye contact. Intimacy was a no. So I reverted to using my body to connect with men. And that disconnection, oh my, that went on for a solid 10 years. And that expanded into connecting with friends, even, you know, I couldn't make eye contact. So I became the biggest people pleaser, everybody else first. And I just, I lost my way completely. So in that main disconnection, like I didn't even know that was a thing. So that's the first thing that took me out of my body. And then what made me realize, okay, there's more to life is 
fast forward now to about 10 years. Now we're, I'm about early thirties. I had a tragedy happen. I found my best friend dead at my house. He passed away at my house. Yes. And at that time, you know, I took so much responsibility for what happened because I was supposed to be home earlier, you know, and I should have been there and all these stories that I told myself. He was only 32 and sent me into massive depression. I mean, depression, I was, I did something stupid, you know, I was suicidal. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't get, leave my bed for five-ish months. You know, I didn't talk to any family. It was so dark that, you know, I would tell my, my dad, dad, I don't want to just tell mom and grandma, tell everybody I'm okay. I don't want to talk to anybody, you know? So in that journey of completely losing myself, like two times now, I faked it. Fake it to make it, I thought was a good thing at the time, you know, and it was not, I was miserable. Thank God. I don't have an addictive personality in the sense of alcohol, drugs, sex. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But it turned to travel. I ran so beautiful. I got to see the world. Anyway, bringing myself back home and really losing myself to find myself again. And like my motto for life is lust for life. And as cheesy as it sounds, YOLO, because you could die tomorrow as harsh as it sounds, you could fucking die tomorrow. What are you going to do today? So losing myself there, my why comes into that passion of teaching women to embrace the moment that is. Mm. It doesn't matter what your past is. Like, yes, we want to plan for the future, but think about right now because the future, of course we plan for it. But if you don't wake up tomorrow, that's out the door. Yeah, I love it so much. Yeah. It's just a game changer when you realize, when you just think, like put some, get some perspective And I've said this to clients, more my non-business owner clients, the ones that have been in survival mode and getting out, like reframe for you. If you feel like you're depressed, you wake up, you feel like it's hard to find what's good. Well, imagine you're waking up and you've been told that you've got six months to live. That's a game changer. You will instantly feel grateful. You will feel different. You will shift your own energy because it just gets you to zoom out. And so I love that so much because as business owners, we get so stuck in the why is it not happening yet? What am I doing wrong? And it's like, no, this is this is what I teach too. It's like you put yourself first. When you thrive, your business will thrive. When you feel abundant for everything in your life right now, even if you're right at the start of your entrepreneurial journey, you be grateful that you have a skill set that you want to share with the world. You be grateful that you feel that inspiration to do this work. You've got so much to be grateful for. And you get more of what you are, not what you want. So get yourself out of lack right now. And you know, on that gratitude talk, I say this, I'm glad you brought that up. I say this all the time. The one thing that saved my life, and I don't, I not exaggerating, saved my life in that depression was, and I call it this, my stupid ass gratitude journal. Because I heard somewhere down the line, I don't know what popped in my head to write down three things you're grateful for every morning. And in that depression, Thank you, baby Jesus. Something in me was like, do that gratitude thing. Just do it, Irene. Mm-hmm. For two years without fail, not one day I could show you, bring out that book right now and show you every single day in that dark, depressed mode, I got that stupid ass gratitude journal out and wrote down three things I was grateful for. And in the very beginning of that journal, it was things like, I'm grateful I have a house. I'm grateful I woke up. But there were short things like that. But when I fast forward in like, let's say four-ish months, no more than that, like six, seven months when I look forward, it's things like, I'm grateful for this job. Even though I hate it, it provides me a beautiful way to live. I'm great. Mm -hmm. And at 
one point, I, his name was Zach, the guy that passed away. At one point I said, finally, I'm grateful for Zach leaving me because he sacrificed his life so that I could live. What the hell? You know, mm. and now today I truly find gratitude in everything. Yeah. Any, and it's a natural thing when shit hits, something quote, quote, bad happens or unideal. I don't care if it's yesterday. I got the wrong order of my favorite meal. I was so hungry. I was like, oh, oh, but I'm grateful. You know, because I can try something new, expand my taste buds. It's yeah. that you trained, you've literally trained your brain to make a habit out of seeing the positive. And, and in doing that, what you've done is you have shifted your upper limit for how possible it is for you subconsciously to feel joy. So that upper limit for you and me too, like I feel this and experience this, our capacity to experience joy is really, really high. So we will find and experience joy in what other people just see as mundane or boring. And that's so powerful because you get more out of your daily life because you have that mindset, because your subconscious is trained to focus on experiencing more and more and more joy, blessings, abundance. We're not talking about financial abundance. We're talking about abundance, you know, as a whole, because that's subconsciously how you've trained yourself to be. That is your reality. And it's amazing. When I heard you say before I hit record, it's amazing to hear you say you've only been in business a year and that this is the first podcast that you've been on and you were like I'm curious why have you asked me on here and I was like because your energy is fire like really surprised that this is your first podcast recording and you attract experiences like this because of your energy and because of your mindset and because of this work that you've done it's really really inspiring to hear oh that's beautiful I love what you said about the upper limit the capacity to experience joy the way you worded that is it's so true. Finding joy in the mundane things. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So many people just don't allow, and it's fine. Like it's understandable because of what we are programmed as, you know, growing up, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can change it. You get everything, you know, there's a story that you can tell yourself inside your mind, but you have the power to change that story straight away. Like, so it's just about training your brain, training your mindset. And that is so, so powerful. It just means you experience way more joy. And that upper limit can just shift up and up and up. Can I ask you then, like, how did the business start? And how are you here where you're at? Like all that you've achieved in just a year, like keep going with that story. It's so inspiring. Yeah. So at the time I was, I live in Las Vegas and I work at a seasonal job. So at the time I was working only in summer. And when summer was over, I had the time to, normally what I did was travel. I would travel every, I had four months off. Work summer, I had four months off. Normally I would travel. And you know, that year I was like, traveling doesn't, I, I want stability. I want roots. I don't want to be traveling this, this year. So I was randomly on Instagram and I found a page I liked and this girl, I didn't even know what the coaching world was. I never heard of it. And this girl had a, her profile picture was this bright yellow thing. I didn't follow this girl. It just popped up on my thing. I'm like, oh, oh shoot. let me see what that is. I clicked on it. And she was a coach. She's her energy. She was talking about emotional intelligence, emotional resilience. And I was like, what is this world? You know? And then I found another program. It was a very quick manifesting thing. So I found those two, the manifesting thing. 
And I was like, that sounds fun. Let me join that. So I joined it. It was like $400 for four weeks about manifesting. And I joined the program. There was something like almost 40 girls in it, you know, and I, I did the math. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. This girl's making good money. You know, I had no idea. And as we're going to the program, I had done some, some of this like manifesting work. I was aware of the world, but not the coaching space. And literally, Jenna, I thought, I know all this. I could teach this, you know? And then the moment I saw the girls, I mean, they won't see me in the podcast, but looking at the screen, putting their heads down and writing. And so like into what they were learning, my heart lit up and I just felt so emotional. Like this girl is teaching all these women on this call. They're going to change their lives. And I put that together with, I know this stuff already. I can do that. Of course I learned, you know, but I can do this too. I want to change lives. I want to do something bigger. And so then I dug into the girl with the yellow thing, the yellow profile picture, because I liked her energy as well. Emotional intelligence, which I wasn't aware of was a thing. I was like, let me join that program. And in that program, you know, I'm being nosy to see who's in or curious to see who else was in that program. And there was a girl in there. Her energy was just fire. How you described me, I guess. <laughs> I went to look at her page and she's a business mindset and mindset coach trauma-informed. And she just, her energy was beautiful. And you can tell that she was financially successful. I hired her out the gate. Within 24 hours of knowing her, I signed up for three months and here we are. Amazing. I love that so much. You haven't said it yet, but it's pretty clear. Let me just get you to confirm for everybody. You are highly intuitive, right? You felt in your body that this is it. This is your next move and you moved. Oh yeah. I am very connected to my body. Very connected. And the moment I'm a sacral response, human design. And the moment I felt it, my body lit up. I just knew. And, you know, in that same conversation, it made no sense. My first time with her was, I think it was a five or 8,000. I think it was five, $5,000 for three months was my first package with her. And me not knowing what the coaching space was, I'm like, is that normal? Like what's, what's normal? I had no idea. But I just knew, I thought, you know what? I would spend this traveling anyway. And this chick knows what she's talking about. Healing, I want to heal. <laughs> so I signed with her and I just, it was, I knew what my gut told me. My intuition was loud and clear. Yeah, amazing. So what advice would you give to, I'm not even going to like put a, to a certain person. I'm just going to ask you, what advice do you feel called to share to our listeners? Bearing in mind that this, this podcast is for listeners who feel they have a purpose that's bigger than them as well, hence the name. And they are interested in mindset, subconscious blocks, energetics, all the things. What would you like to share with the audience? Get to know your intuition and how she navigates and how she speaks to you. And the biggest thing I can say there is like how I would suggest doing that is for me, it's going to be embodiment, you know, create that stillness practice and ask. Simple questions. Once you're grounded and in your space, literally, as silly as it may sound, connect your body and ask something like, which is, this is my journey. Intuition, are you there? <laughs> it sounds so silly and so basic and really pay attention to what your body does. Does your stomach do something fun? Does your, th do, you know, I get this little twitching thing on my face and my gut makes a, a feeling. Pay attention to how your body's speaking to you. And when it comes to things like start with things small, like what do I want? Do I want to X, Y, Z eat? Or 
Actually, let me back up a little bit. This is how I teach it to my clients. When you're connected, ask a very basic question. Is my name Irene? And see what your body does. And in doing so, you're learning how she speaks to you, right? Mm -hmm. And that becomes familiar. So you carry that into, I'm going to take it to the content route, but this can be for anything. Let's say a business decision, a person, I'm going to business. So now when you have that and in content, I do this. And when I'm in tune, I will connect and just think, what does my audience want to hear today? And the first thought that comes up, I recognize that feeling of my intuition being like, yeah, that's it, you know? And now here's a trick though, to treat that intuition like a relationship. She's not going to keep telling, talking to you and telling you what to do if you don't follow through. Yeah. And understanding that intuitive hits do not make logical sense. Your mind is going to talk you out of it and be like, that doesn't make sense. Reach out to what person? No. Yeah. You ever talk to them in a year? No. Yes. I've so been there. That was the reason for my pivot. I heard the intuitive nudge. Reach out to so-and-so. I I literally like was in a coaching space with with that person. In case anybody's wondering, it's Rachel. She's a psychic mentor. She's she's been on this podcast. I, I had the intuitive nudge to reach out to her and like literally didn't really know her, but we were just in the same coaching space. And through that conversation came the name of this podcast eventually, but came the pivot. Yeah. And so like the intuition doesn't make sense. But, and I've also experienced that the more you listen, the more you follow, the easier. Like, I don't need to meditate to hear intuit, to feel intuition now. Like I know like everything. I'm, it's so easy now. And it's, and I totally agree. It's the more you trust it and follow it without questioning, like it's just going to lead you to the most amazing things. Wow. It's like you have to look at it like it's the person, like it's a person. And if you, you know, I have some clients say sometimes that, oh, I don't have an intuitive nudge today. My first thing to ask is, did you follow the last one? Mm. Yeah. It's a relationship. Let her know you trust and it goes together. Mm. What other things do you find yourself regularly saying to clients? Embodiment isn't that difficult, but having an embodiment practice is not that difficult, meaning it doesn't have to be this drawn out thing to where you have to have an hour to connect, to meditate, to dance, all this. It doesn't have to be that. It can be literally right now, wherever, whoever's listening to this podcast, you're sitting on your couch. You can close your eyes, ground yourself by simply feeling your body on the earth. Feel the seat that you're sitting on, the contact point. Then bring your attention to your chest. Visualize your chest moving with your breath, connect, then think of your senses with your eyes closed. What do you see? Probably black or red, whatever you see in your eye. You know, what do you see? What do you feel? What do you taste? Smell? All the senses. Mm. I think we overcomplicate that. And that's a gateway to connecting to your intuition. I'm just like, you know, I can drop it. I just know. You just know. But in the beginning, I did need that space and time and meditation. Yeah. So that embodiment, you know, it's so important, but, and it's not that difficult. We overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What, what else? On the same note of embodiment, even in habits such as washing dishes, putting one of my favorite embodiment practices to connect with yourself and give yourself that self-love because essentially your relationship to you is the most important relationship ever. ever. Amen. And if you listen uh-huh. to this podcast regularly, you've heard me say that. <laughs> and 
one of the, my favorite simple embodiment things to do that we all do every single day already when I'm applying lotion on my body, instead of slapping it on and just, you know, getting through it, fighting like that, it still takes 30 seconds or however long it takes you to get the lotion and just visualize it on your skin, feel it going and give yourself love for where that lotion is going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's changing. And it's in the, the small things, the small habits of day that compound and strengthen that relationship to yourself. Yeah. How you treat yourself like the small things add up it's like that thing how you do one thing is how you do everything so how you treat yourself in one way is telling yes yes those are the biggest things it will change your life how like I get it you don't need to tell me but how like if you imagine that somebody's listening and they're like okay that's interesting but how would it change my life it's about really giving you the opportunity to experience life it's like it's one thing to go through the emotions and, you know, life is this short. Life is from years, right? And going through the motions, you don't get a chance to feel, to love, to know what it all is. You know, this thing that I talk about, lust for life. It's one thing to move through life and love life. But when you lust for it, you crave all of the experiences. And in doing so, you learn to navigate, understand, and feel the ups and the downs of life. You know, we were just talking before on here about navigating hard times. and normalizing the hard times just as much as we normalize and love the up times because it's about duality you have yeah. to have one to have the other so when you can appreciate the the ups of life and the downs you can appreciate it all the same because it essentially it is all the same yeah it's just embracing life as it is without trying to control and essentially create resistance by questioning and wishing it were different it's just no this is it nothing it's like I say nothing in life is positive or negative it just is it's how we respond to it our perception that makes it our experience yeah the perception of it's like the lens in which we view the world you know every time thing and in speaking mindset when something comes up that isn't let's say I don't think anything is good or bad just not ideal let's say Mm. you know and there's that activation triggering activation whatever you want to call it just a feeling the first thing, it's different now, but in the beginning of my journey, I would ask myself, okay, three questions. If it's to do with somebody else, what's mine in this? Something mm-hmm. happening, you know, what's mine? Okay, yeah, okay. And chances are a lot of times, it's something else in my past that's making this situation feel 10 times harder. Mm-hmm. What's mine? What exactly about this thing is upsetting me and bothering me? What do I feel and where is that in my body? Then the other thing, what's this other person's? Oh, there might be some projections. There might be some assumptions. Let's get that shit. Let's clear it up. Then the last thing, what's ours collectively? And nine out of 10 times, the collective energy of whatever's going on with that person is not what you thought it was. Mm -hmm. And understanding that people are allowed to have their journey. Nobody's wrong. They may just not be for you. They're they're having their human. They're just another human having their human experience. Yeah. And when you realize that you're able to forgive because forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about you. Yeah. And when you can do that and do that, that joy that we're speaking of is able to really be felt. Yeah. You literally create space for joy when you do the healing work, the forgiveness, all of those things. And I love what you said about 
everybody it's basically everybody's always doing their best with the resources that they have they are reacting to a situation literally this is how the brain works like everything that you're currently experiencing is going through this filter in your mind subconsciously like to keep you safe basically to keep you alive it's like what have I experienced what is this subconsciously reminding me of so therefore how should I feel in this moment and you're not conscious of it so we're not we don't understand and until we do this kind of curiosity work why we feel triggered we just feel the way we feel and when it's got to do with a relationship like I I heard this I don't know where I heard this but about eight months or so ago I, ago, I heard this thing where it's just like a relationship is a concept and it's in your mind and how you feel about a relationship is in your mind and that relationship even if it's like with your husband for example like mine and Tom we're so close but how how we see our relationship is in my mind and his mind so the more you can communicate Mm -hmm. the more that relationship harmonizes and you get on the same page And without the communication, you stay in your assumptions and your beliefs and you create stories based on past experiences. And that's the relationship. That's how you view the relationship in your mind. But it's only ever in your mind. It's not real. And, you know, in that same thing, the communication and knowing the lens in which you see it, we're talking relationship and in the same breath, the relationship to yourself also. And I think the thing also I love to say and share is, to put yourself in situations where those questions and thoughts come up. And what this can look like is in the most, in my opinion, the most basic way is let's say a guided meditation or have in masterminds and things like that. Yes. But when you're alone, that's going to ask you questions like, I just love this so much. Let's say you're in a meditation, it's a guided, and it asks you things like, how much do you value yourself? when do you explore that you know and when you're in that meditation or in that group setting whatever it is when do you take the time to really ask yourself that question you know that's where so that's what I mean by put yourself in situations where these questions are asked or if you're the person that likes to journal you know look up journaling shadow work journaling prompts and take the time to go through them and get Mm -hmm. curious you know that age-old saying curiosity killed the cat no 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 curiosity heals curiosity heals and I think that that's that will change things because it it forces you to ask yourself those questions and get curious why where'd that come from and there's where that relationship with intuition comes in too when you ask yourself it's believing the first thought that comes up it may be I don't value that much okay well why babe you know why the first memory that comes up explore that trust Mm -hmm. that intuitive yeah I love it so much. So powerful. And the same thing. So I I made a comment earlier about fake it till you make it and me not loving that, which duality, right? Duality. And I think today, fake it till you make it. Today, I feel that there is is a a space for it in a healthy way, in a healthy way, in the sense of, so last year in the start of my business, we found out my mom had breast cancer. And, you know, you know, at the start of your business and being an online presence, energy is everything, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I gave myself permission to fully step away. And thank God I had a mentor to help to just be there with me and keep business things that I had going on going because I would have completely let it go because I was new in the world in the coaching space. So I learned to 
hold both in duality in the sense of, okay, after I dis- I completely disconnected for about a week or so to spend time with my family, with my mom and worked on my own emotions and then found a way to healthily compartmentalize it and show up for my business and show up for my clients and separate that because my clients pay me and I want to help them, you know, that to show up as my full self. And if I'm having these thoughts about my family, my mom, and all the things that are tearing me down, bringing my energy down, which is natural and okay, how am I going to do both? How am I going to be able to fully support my clients, to sh- support my business and show up online? So being able to hold both, hold duality is crucial in life. So now I think, let's say, for some reason, real estate agent coming to my head, I don't know why. <laughs> so you're a real estate agent and you're on your way to show a house and you get in, in an argument with your partner in the car. How are you going to do that? Or you got some bad news, but the client's there. What are you going to do? Okay. All right. I can mentally visualize myself folding this thing up like a piece of paper, filing it away in a file cabinet. All right, let's go time. Time of business. I got this. This will be there when I come back to it. And learning to, there comes in that healthily compartmentalize. So essentially, yeah, fake it till you make it for a bit, you know, as long as you are conscious and know I have to go back to it. I'm going to come back to it and work with, work through it. At the same time, like all that totally true, but it's coming from you and you clearly trust yourself. You clearly back yourself. You clearly so in alignment with what you're doing that you don't need to be a certain way. You just show up as yourself. And that's the key, isn't it? Like when you're so in alignment with what you're doing, you can feel so shit before a client session and feel 10 times better after the client session. That's what tells you you're in alignment when your work energizes you. Mm-hmm. And not not necessarily that you're in alignment with your work, but when you've got soul aligned clients in front of you, because you could be doing your your dream business, but if you're not attracting soul aligned clients, they're going to de-energize you because they're not an energetic match for you. So both of those things go hand in hand. Yes, be in alignment with the work that you're doing, but also be your true authentic self, show up and do that inner work so that you feel safe. So your nervous system feels safe for you to be genuine and authentic so that what you put out gets an energetic match for you. So you can attract your soul aligned clients because that is when it's going to feel so incredible when you're literally going to be like, how am I paid to do this? Like, I love this so, so much. And that comes from doing the inner work. You can't fake being genuine online. Like most of our communication is nonverbal and this is it. You cannot fake being confident in what you do or being confident about getting the results for your clients or being confident about your pricing. No, you will not lie. Your body will not lie. And people read like our communication is read subconsciously. It's how we stay alive. You know, as tribesmen, we couldn't wait for somebody to hear the word run for your life. We just read body language. This is what we're doing now. When we're watching people online, we're subconsciously reading body language and we're picking up all sorts of stuff in the way people say things that we don't consciously know. All we do is read how we feel and whether we like somebody's energy or not, you know, it's all in there. It's in that nonverbal communication and you cannot lie with that. So that's why all of this work that that you and I both do helps people to feel 
so 100% truly happy with who they are before we even get started on the business and showing up to attract your solo line clients. It's about the inner work to be truly safe in your own relationship. Safety comes from within. You're speaking to my soul right now with that because I always say, you know, being confident, authentic, and yourself online and fully expressed is first about understanding who the fuck you really are. You know, Mm -hmm. we're, we lose our way from childhood to adulthood. You know, we lose our way. We do lose ourselves. We're conditioned. And you pick up the limiting beliefs. Right. In order to show up as a fully expressed woman, you have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And to know who you are, you have to do the inner work to decondition and come back home. It's like removing all of those layers that aren't yours, that you have picked up through childhood, through messages, through other people's projections, other people's insecurities. You've picked them up and you've formed these limiting beliefs in the subconscious mind that make you be who you are today because you don't believe it's safe to be who you truly are because of all the things you've picked up along the way. And it's about giving all of that stuff back, returning home to who you truly are. Literally, it's impossible to show up in the world fully expressed if you're not fully expressed in yourself. Mm-hmm. So we can, I want to bring us back to that curiosity piece. It's like, okay, what part of you are you uncomfortable sharing? Is it, do you want to be, let's go business route, silly within, on your Instagram, playful? Is it your sexy side with your partner? You know, what part of you are you uncomfortable expressing? That's where the work is. Get curious about that. Oh, oh, wow. I, I'm, you know, I'm not quite comfortable in the bedroom to explore this sexy desire that I have. That's interesting. Why not? Where in your life, get, that's where you get kid curiosity heals. Where in your life were you told, taught, or did you see that that wasn't okay? Yeah. Ah, let's play there. Let's play in that realm right there for a little bit. And once yeah. you understand that, neutralize it. It's like, okay, let's go do the thing, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so good. I love this conversation. Okay. What transformations do you see for your clients when they do this work with you? So, generally, actually, all of my clients right now, most of my clients are in business. They are coaches and they'll come to me for, we start with, this is what they come for. They come for content to create fun content and engaging content to build a community. However, you know, more as well as I do, it's not the content. It's the under underlying issues of what doesn't want to be expressed. What I just talked about actually, mm-hmm. what wants to come up. So what we end up working on is a lot of inner work. And I ask those questions such as, who are you being like, if you're not comfortable sharing, if you have imposter syndrome, okay? The first thing I want to know is, who are you being behind the scenes? What are your habits like? What's your self-care, your self-love, all of these self-practices like? Because imposter syndrome is going to come from who you're being behind the scenes. So the transformations I'll see, it tends to be in the lines of sharing their sexy side online, sharing the way they speak, their tonality through their content, because we're quick to water down the message. We're quick to make your wording more digestible for whoever to see and hear. Mm. So it comes out to that. And the way that that transformation happens is in conversations that we're having. You know, when I'm with my clients, I'm listening to them talk and writing down, oh, this, this the, the, the way they speak. You know, and I send them the notes after and it's like, oh, wow, yeah, that's, that's fucking good. And create, <laughs> that, 
creating that safety to know that when you're with me, or I'm going to say when we're, talk, we're here in the podcast, but when we're talking, I'm not going to shun you out because you're talking about something taboo or mm-hmm. you said, fuck, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not shun you out. It's okay. Yeah. The biggest transformation I see tends to be who they are online. Yeah. I'm my, one of my favorite things to do is see my clients to re- go to their scroll to their past Instagram, like from a year ago to when we started working together. It's like, holy moly, whether it comes out through their colors that they're using in their branding, because nine out of 10 times when somebody is indecisive, very indecisive about branding down to colors, it's like, it's not that it's okay. You think that hot pink is too bold. What's too bold. Who's telling you that's too bold. It comes down to too much. You're scared yeah. to be seen visibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love this. I literally feel like we could talk for hours. Irene. Okay. What would you love to share with somebody? It's like, okay, they've listened to this. What should they do next? If they're listening and they know, maybe they didn't know before this episode, but maybe they realize now like, ah, yes, I clearly am not fully expressed. Where the hell do I start with this work? Surround yourself with fully expressed women, whether that looks like following people like me, you know, I'm good for us, I think me, following pages like mine, following and engaging in more pages like that. If these people don't exist in your in-person life or you work from online, get yourself around that to normalize the conversations, to normalize this whole expression and Mm. clean up. I'll say both on your online, like unfollow certain pages that don't make you feel good. Yeah. Fill it up with more that do Mm. and stop spending time with people that are draining you or that are whoever you think is judging you, whatever the stories you're telling yourself, minimize your time with them. Yeah. Yeah. But even more importantly, if I one takeaway from this, surround yourself with more expressed women, whatever that looks like for you. Take a chance and go to a women's circle. Look up a women's circle in your local community. Go to a new yoga studio. Talk yeah. to a stranger in that class. Join a master class. Yeah. So good. So, so good. So what you said about follow women who are in a way, like further ahead in their journey. Like if you're listening and you're not fully expressed, then look up and follow so that you can be inspired. So you can see what's possible, you know, what it's like to be fully expressed, like normalize that. Right. And that is how you have got to where you are, like you, how you've collapsed your timeline in a sense of you did that. You spoke about that earlier about like, you literally found out what coaching was and you backed yourself and you invested. Like my journey is the same. I wasn't even qualified yet in hypnotherapy. And I was didn't have any idea what coaching was. Like I was led, like I could probably like, you know, divine timing. I totally believe all of this stuff, but you know, I resonated. I was like, Ooh, coaching, what can this do for me? Backed myself, invested and haven't looked back since. And it is truly, and my clients as well, you know, some of my clients who have invested before leaving their full-time job, you know, they're trying to get their own business up and off the ground. They're collapsing their timeline so fast because they're backing themselves in this way. So it's like, doesn't matter what's happening in your, let's say, quote unquote, real life, because chances are you're not going to be surrounded by a bunch of entrepreneurs who just have this vision and dream and are going to do whatever it takes to get out there. The people around you, like (laughs) I I love that I joked about being this country bumpkin girl when we first come on the call because you're in like Las Vegas and I'm here in 
Southeast England, but it literally is like the online world is so amazing at allowing and giving you the opportunity to connect with like-minded people and the you know this connection here for example just happened because of Instagram and you can get yourself in spaces where it's normal to have a big dream and to just back yourself and go but if you're not in those spaces you just you're this big fish in a small pond and you just don't see what's possible for yourself it's literally the most important thing you know I just want to say one more thing about this in Las Vegas where I live in-person coaching does not exist like this space does not exist. And it took me, I needed, and I, I'm very mindful of when I use need versus want. Yeah. I legitimately needed my online community, the masterminds I was in, my coach, the friends I made through coaching, because if not, I would have lost my way 1000% because that motivation, seeing what's possible, just like you said, it wasn't there. And when yeah. I went through that with mom the last year, there was moments where I, rec- I, you know, really stepped away naturally. I stepped away from talking to people and everybody. It did take a minute for me to get my momentum back as far as I'm very passionate about what I do, but getting my momentum back about showing up, posting, being even in my practices and everything. And if I didn't have that circle to come back into, to yeah. remind me of, yeah, even at that level, who I was to remind me of the bigger vision, to show me again, what's possible. And to normalize, hey, you know what? I've been there, but look, I'm now, you know, making XYZ, loving my life like this or whatever it looks like. It's just imperative. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared. I knew it was going to be good and it was. So yeah, thank you so much, Irene. I've loved this conversation. I cannot wait for it to go live and for people to hear everything that we've spoken about. Where can people find you? Come over to my Instagram. I have, I'm actually getting ready. I'm actually even more inspired. You, this conversation lit me up to push up something I was going to plan for the end of the year to get live embodiment practices going because that in my business right now, what's missing is the what you just asked me, the very beginner step. And it's such an important part of the journey for somebody who may not quite be ready for one-on-one coaching, you know? So you can find me on my Instagram and live embodiment practices will be a thing in the next two weeks they'll be there. How exciting. I love that that came through. Amazing. Brilliant. Take a hit and run with it. Amazing. I love that so much. Thank you. And um, be sure to tag me like when the first one is, I'll reshare it because people will be familiar, familiar with you from the podcast. So yeah. So I will drop your links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and sharing. This was so fun. See you all next week, guys. Thank you for listening to the Bigger Than You podcast. If you found it valuable, please forward it to others who you think might benefit from listening and be sure to subscribe to get the new episodes when they release. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a rating or a review as it really helps the show to grow. You can find me on LinkedIn, Jenna Holloway, or on TikTok and Instagram. And my handle is at I am Jenna Holloway. And you can find links to whatever we cover in the show notes. Thank you for listening and see you next time.